Welcome back to the first episode of 2020 of Behind the Rainbow. I'm so excited about this episode as I am for all of them. Before we get into the guest and what this episode is about, let me do my thirsty plugs, the first ones of 2020. Please, you guys, make sure you subscribe to my podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, click follow, click subscribe. So anytime I get a new episode up, you will be the first to hear them. Make sure you connect with me on Instagram at Elaine Chaya, E-L-A. I-N-E-C-H-A-Y-A. Send me DMs, send me screenshots about these episodes and your thoughts. I literally love connecting with all of you guys and it makes my day when I hear your feedback and your thoughts on the episodes. So please make sure to do that. All right, so today's episode is with my girl, Myra Lozano. She is my assistant, my creative director, my other half pretty much of everything I do with my content that I create. And I wanted to have her on this episode because I'm so adamant you guys know about how there's more to a photo than what you really see. That's my whole, you know, woke up this way challenge and everything that I try to do and talk about. But Myra is the girl that truly sees everything that goes behind the photos that we take. I mean, she literally is behind the photos that I take. And so with every photo shoot that we do, you know, it looks happy and fun and all my photos seem perfect. But there are a lot of struggles that happen along the way, both mentally with me and how I feel like I don't look pretty in the photos that I take, along with the struggles about figuring out what we're going to take a photo of. Each photo, by the way, that Myra and I create together takes hours of us discussing what outfits I'm going to wear, what locations we're going to shoot at, what my hair, what my makeup is going to be. So every photo truly takes a lot of time, thought, physically and mentally. We're pooped by the end of our photo shoots. And I just thought it would be really interesting for you guys to get to know me a little better through the eyes and the lens of the girl behind the lens, Myra Lozano. So I have her on today's episode talking about the struggles that we go through, how it's like working with me for reals, and everything in between. As she says, and I truly believe, we were brought into each other's life at the time that was meant for us and for a reason. Other than being my photographer, makeup artist, and hairstylist, Myra truly has become my life coach, reminding me about who I am and being my best self. I always say, she's the one who told me to become Elaine Chaya and no longer Fashion Lane. So you'll get the reason behind that on today's episode. So make sure you tune in. And then if you want to go back to why I'm Elaine Chaya now, that's like the first episode I did, it'll all make a little more sense. So go back and listen to the other episodes after these. They're all really good and amazing, unbiasedly speaking. I'm going to put Myra's Instagram in the show notes, so please make sure to go follow her. All of her photos are freaking amazing. And if you're a talent director or scouter or caster or know any directors or scouters or casters, please send Myra's Instagram along to them because as I say, she's going to get Golden Globes and Oscars soon and I want to be the cause and the reason I want to take credit for it and by saying that I found her her first major role. So you guys, share her, share me, share this episode. Just share. Love you guys. Enjoy. All right. Since I have all the gangster people on my podcast, I have to have the hub of formerly known as Fashion Lane slash now known as Elaine Chaya, Myra Lozano on my podcast. <laughs> if you guys follow my Instagram stories and you follow the hashtag, what else can I make Myra do? You know that Myra is one of the people or probably I would say the person behind everything I do. She is my assistant, my creative director, my life coach, my bodyguard, everything and more. I don't even know what else to say. I thought that it would be important to have an episode with you because, you know, we have manager Sarah that we always see. We have my partner in crime, Deanna, but like you and I are the ones who create the content and come up with everything that I do. So I thought it'd be interesting for listeners to hear from you about everything that we do, your experiences of working with me. Only say the good stuff. Kidding. <laughs> well, thank you so much for the very warm introduction. Was that warm? I didn't know if it was warm. Yeah, no, you did a really good job. I was expecting a lot more 
She yells at me. She's like, it's all in good love. I am like Elaine said, you know, I I'm very hard on you on many things because when I see that people are great and they're covering it up with just layers that don't need to be there, I always have believed that my job is to take those off and just really help you become like your truest self. And that's scary and it's vulnerable, but I think it's gotten us to where we are today. Yeah. So let's take it back a little. Talk about when you first met me. We met at Earth Cafe in downtown. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Why did you want to work with me? What did you think of me when you met me? Tell all the real things. So I was a sophomore at USC and I'd done this fashion show. And right after that fashion show had happened, this girl, Chanel, Shout, Shout out, out to Chanel. Chanel. <laughs> Ooh, we didn't even coordinate that. I know. She sent this massive email saying that this blogger was looking for an assistant. And I was a sophomore in college. I didn't know better than to get myself into this mess. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pretty much. But now she's too deep in. She can't leave. I can't leave. No, no, no. So yeah, I remember I got that email. And the second I got it, I responded. And I was like, I have to do this. Because it said makeup artist, photographer, content creator. And she had described you. And I obviously Dr. Page. I wanted to know what I was getting into and I really love everything about you. Your page, your vibes, the just incredible. I don't even know how to say this. I fell in love with your ability that can I cuss on this or no? Everyone always asks that. Yes. Okay. That you didn't give a fuck, you know, like you just were you, you were loud, you were bold, you were bright, you know, all the colors. I was like, Ooh, I felt like you were very experimental. And I was in my stage of being an experimental artist, you know, like I just really wanted to explore that. And I thought that this would be the perfect opportunity. When I met you, I remember I was like, Oh my God, I didn't know what to expect because I had seen your Instagram first and I thought you were going to be something so different. That you were gonna just be someone that i could not relate to i really thought you were gonna be stuck up and you weren't you were super down to earth and what i think really attracted me to work with you was you were super humble to me humility is a very precious thing nowadays to be honest i feel like a lot of people lack humility we are all trying to always be better than everybody else look at what i'm doing because of social media look what i have look what i just bought all these things and you weren't like that and you still aren't like you don't give a fuck about freaking gucci bags and anything that's other people would die for like you don't care and i love that about you even going to your home the way your parents treat me i always feel like royalty there i have been to different houses or friends or whatever and it's not the same and that was like one of the biggest things that you have that i always admire let's take it back to this was the second photo shoot we did together so my fifth year anniversary good lord which you came up with this whole concept well this is what i wanted to say is that the minute that we started working you gave me the reins of creative freedom and i was like what the heck is she saying is she drunk what is going on i was like she's clearly on some kind of drugs because she does not know what she's doing if she just lets go and you completely trusted me and that's something that i've always appreciated that you always trust me and i don't know why because i'm like half the time i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) i come to her a lot of the times i'm like okay so myra this is what we're doing today and you know what i don't think this is you know a good idea and i'm just like myra just do it please i have to say (laughs) i'm like the little kid you are mom just do it help me i feel like i've always been in charge of controlling your worst impulses (laughs) because i want to do a lot of psycho yeah people you're welcome because if it wasn't for me she'd be cuckoo (laughs) 
<laughs> she makes my cuckoo look good <laughs> that's what yeah she does. we keep it controlled if not it'd be excessive no i'm just kidding no i think no. we we have like a really good balance of your creative ideas with my sanity like, yeah sanity because sometimes you come to me with things that i'm like yeah let's do that you know and other times i'm like okay like we'll, like, we'll, we'll take that concept, concept and make it human <laughs> exactly exactly i just want to make it tangible or relatable to people in some kind of way like i've said we can't just throw paint on the walls and call it art all the time all the time sometimes yes we can throw paint on me and call it art yeah that's true that was wow our relationship it's grown so much more i have never felt as an assistant towards you i felt as your content creator like your work partner my creative director i always i I, I feel like creative director i don't feel like an assistant there's nothing wrong with being an assistant that's a really powerful job especially if you know how to manage it and stuff but i feel like the work that we do is far beyond that i just enjoy so much having creative freedom if i were to go work for any other blogger i wouldn't have this creative freedom that i have with you and i wouldn't be doing all this crazy stuff that we do and that is what keeps my wheels in my head turning too the possibilities and the challenges that you put on me of like hey i have this ad that i need to do i need you to think of something cute something different spontaneous whatever okay so wait the fifth year anniversary i just find it funny because it just represented a lot of things about our dynamic and what we were doing what was that photo oh my goodness so that photo i told elaine hey look i have this vision of us doing smoke bombs down by the la river because the la river is pretty much non-existent so I was like, let's get down there and let's light up these smoke bombs. You in the middle of the LA River in a gorgeous dress and these colorful smoke bombs going off behind you, which clearly um, we did not get to LA River. It was impossible. There was helicopters like circling us the entire time. Let's arrest these girls. So we ended up on these train tracks that were right next to the LA River. And I remember that the trains were just like going and I was like, we're going to get hit by a train. And this is how I die. Working for this freaking blogger that I signed up for as an internship and this is how I die on the train tracks because I kept telling you like watch out for the trains and remember there was that train yeah. that passed and then that stranger offered us water and I told you not to take it because Elaine trusts the whole world she just thinks that everybody is so nice and obviously they were trying to poison us and I was making this up they were so nice and they were like these girls are working hard taking a photo let's offer maybe. them water maybe <laughs> Except for Cap wasn't even on super tight. So anyways, we ended up taking this photo in the middle of the train track with the smoke bombs going off. It was pretty epic. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty happy how it turned out. Yeah. So from there, we've done some crazy things. What's been your favorite thing we've done together? Okay. I am biased because I also really just had an epiphany about this. And I think I actually dreamt this up. And that was when I told you we should go to the desert because obviously Elaine before when she was at Fashion Lane, the worst part. I think about working with Elaine here it is people is scouting locations and especially before now it's not that hard because before everything had to be colorful and I was just always going nutso trying to find colorful walls that wasn't freaking Paul Smith you know I came up with a solution and I was like why don't instead of us chasing walls why don't you bring color to a very deserted land type thing and I was like let's go to the freaking desert what better place you know so I had this vision that she would be on top of this mountain of 
rocks and all tan and deserty and she's wearing this rainbow super long dress and the wind's blowing and she just looks like iconic and she's on top of the world or whatever uh, this rainbow icon and Myra made this dress by the way yeah it was a nightmare and but and so cool time. and it was one of the best experiences I've had as an artist to be honest because I do other things in the artist world but this just seeing it on paper because I actually have the sketch of what I did I'm not a freaking artist I don't draw but I remember I woke up and I was like I have to put this on paper if not I'm gonna forget it and then that's how that came to be I'm just impressed that we both survived that mountain I'm impressed that we didn't die on that trip period (laughs) (laughs) for a lot of reasons for a lot of reasons but I feel that that was a really good trip and that was really when we had a breakthrough and that was the first time you were completely out of your comfort zone and immersed into just something different that you would have never tried I feel if I wouldn't have pushed you because she was obviously against this at first do you remember the first night we were there I actually had anxiety over the photos because I'm like this isn't colorful how am I going to make this work yeah those are actually some of my favorite photos we took me too now fast forward because we've been working together a little over two years a little over two years I can't believe I've survived this long I'm impressed I am impressed just FYI if anybody doesn't know this I was born in Mexico so I've grown up very connected to my Mexican culture roots and Elaine you know being Persian Jewish it's kind of crazy to me how both of our cultures mesh and the way we are personality wise yeah we would never be paired together no if we were in a class project they'd be like no not these two girls together you know what I'm saying I don't know I just feel like we connect so well being so different you know what I mean yeah so two years later working with me what have you seen as the evolution and the change and why did you decide I am Elaine Chaya now it's all you so the evolution okay so I think we were coming to a point where we were doing four hour shoots for one post like one photo I was sewing these elaborate costumes we were driving up and down everywhere trying to find locations Elaine spends a lot of time putting so much effort into her photos and the production quality of it for them to be wow factor and I just felt how we talked about it that it was never truly appreciated like it was appreciated but with this whole social media shift of becoming more real you you know when I think it really hit me woke up this way challenge when you decided to bear the face and just post a simple post I was like who is this girl what the heck where are we going with this and seeing the impact that you made through that that's when I really started to pay attention to you as a motivational person because before that to be honest I wasn't I was so focused on like your fashion side and like your artsy vibes and all that good stuff so then there I just discovered all the potential that you have with the words that you say and how you move people you know and how you inspire people to become the best versions of themselves that was when I was like we have to be a part of this evolution we can't just hold it here and just do woke up this way challenge and that that's it so that was the first step and then we just weren't getting much results anymore because social media was in the push of being transparent and being yourself and taking it off and it's okay to love yourself the way you are and honestly I like that more I love the stuff that we did but I have to say working with you now for me is a lot better I've always enjoyed it but now it's easy it's quick and more meaningful too I always talk about I feel like there's two personas and we'd always talk about this we did that Hannah Montana like 
fashion lane with a pink wig and then like Elaine Chaya. Do you think there's two different sides of me? There's two people? I don't think you're two people at all. And I don't think there's anything wrong with just being so many things all at the same time. Why not? Why can't you wear multiple hats? Who says we have to restrict ourselves to just being one thing? Oh, I'm a fashion blogger and that's it. No, I feel like people are so complex, especially women. We're so complex, you know, we're so beautifully made and woven. I feel that there's so many threads in our quilt, if you want to put it like that. But it's true. And I feel like the experiences that we go through shape us and we shouldn't be limited to one box of, yeah, I'm a fashion blogger. I think you are allowed to be everything that you are. So I don't think that you're two people. I think you're one person and you embody all these things and you believe in all these things and you inspire people through all these things, through the clothes you wear, through your imagination, through your creativity, through your motivation, through your culture, through your religion, through everything. You talk about how I motivate people, but you have to motivate me a lot of times during our photo shoots. You're super hard on yourself and that's it. And it hurts me to see how freaking hard you are on yourself because I look up to you. I think you're an incredible human being. You've helped me grow so, so much. And I just cannot take when someone thinks less of themselves. And not that you do, but you are super critical of yourself, Elaine. And I've always told you this. I get it. I do get it because like sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm gaining weight or my butt isn't big enough because we're always looking at social media. But we have to remind ourselves that is not reality. I love you, Kylie Jenner. I fucking love you. But your body isn't reality. That was fixed. And we're constantly being told that this is what we have to be in order to be beautiful. I cannot stand you or anybody. Like when you say, is this good? And I'm like, bitch, are you fucking parking? Because you shouldn't be seeking validation from anybody. If you're going to post something, you should post it because you believe in it and because you think it'll help make an impact on someone. Not everybody, but someone maybe, you know? And that's what ultimately I think influencing is about. It's not about reaching to every single person. That's impossible. It's about reaching to someone. So I feel like I have to pep talk you because you are very hard on yourself because I really believe the way you talk to yourself, that's what you start believing. And if you start saying like, oh, I didn't like the way I look in this picture. And you know, I'm like, no one cares, Elaine. Like, I'm sorry, but no one cares. I think it's good and no one cares, unfortunately. I feel like it's just so hard in social media when you're looking at yourself all the time yeah. And I never signed up to be a model, which is like what Instagramming is about. Nowadays, yeah. Nowadays. It's like- That's changing a bit. I, I think it's changing. Now we have so many different influencers per se that have different body shapes, different skin colors, different everything, what they're about. And that's why I sometimes struggle with you being so hard on yourself because I'm like, aren't you a part of this movement that's happening? Embrace yourself. So how do you suggest someone to be happy and confident with how they look or with themselves? It sounds super cliche, but why would you want to be like anybody else? No one is you. No one is Elaine. No one is Myra Lozano. Why would you want to be like anybody else when the qualities that you have, only you have? And if you only learn to truly embrace those and really empower them, endless possibilities. Why would you want to be like X, Y, and Z when you can be you? 
And that is, I think, the most beautiful thing in the world, that you were made perfectly in your unperfect ways, if that makes sense. And I really don't believe or I'm trying to break out of beauty is this. Beauty is big butt, big boobs, thin waist. That's not it. That's what we've been told, but that's not it. Beauty is everybody's own unique features. My big nose, my big eyes, my small lips. I don't know. I just feel like everyone is so intricately made that why would you want to be like anybody else when you look in the mirror whether you believe in god or the universe is stars i don't care but you were made like that and i think there's so much power in that if you discover that we had a conversation about this a month ago when we were driving in the car going to the pixie event i don't know what you said but something about yeah we're getting to where we're gonna go with what we're doing together or something along those lines and i said to you i'm like myra like i just i feel me compared to other people that i started blogging with have more followers than me i get like zero likes on my photos and i just feel like a disappointment sometimes that we put so much effort into things and we're not getting the results and feel defeated half the time yeah i know and i always tell you how if you're in your own lane and also where is this timeline where is it because i'm gonna go break it you have to be married at a certain age you have to have kids at a certain age like me 24 and i haven't done much with my life that's not the case because you are looking at where you still have to go instead of looking at how far you've come and i always think that you have this crunch time on you you're looking at other people winners focus on winning losers focus on winners the person who's behind is always looking to their right or to the left to see who is in front of them but they're never looking to see who is behind them that's what i'm saying everyone's in their own lane you might be ahead of someone else who thinks she's so ahead of me and you feel like you're behind we're always gonna constantly feel like we're behind someone that happens to me in my freaking everyday life sometimes i'm like i should have already had my shit figured out i have pressure because i want my parents to retire already i want to be successful just so that my parents don't have to work anymore and they can just enjoy life because they've sacrificed so much for me Not that I feel that I owe it to them, but I want to give it to them. But other than that, I'm taking it as it comes. So I don't think you should ever feel behind. You're doing amazing things and I feel like timing is everything. I feel this year was a big breakthrough for you. And I feel 2020 is definitely going to be where you really start seeing some major shifts and growths. So what do you see for 2020 for this new year with us together and kind of the future of where this is all going? You're getting married. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. December 2020, you guys. You're all invited. Here's the thing. And this is what I've been saying. I think 2019 was a year of major changes. Like what was 2019? Because I feel like I'm blacked out. I don't even remember what we did. You don't remember what we did because you became yourself. Does that make sense? Like you don't remember what you did because you finally just became yourself. Before you would remember what we did because we were always being something else. We were doing really crazy things that weren't really meaningful. Or, I mean, they were meaningful. They were but meaningful in the artistic and the Warhol artistic, way. Exactly. <laughs> we were production. All I do remember is that we took some random photo that I can't remember, but then we went to Jones on Third where we saw like your favorite Mexican actress. God, people, I nearly What's her name? lost it. Carla Sosa. And all I remember is us sitting at that table and eating and you're telling me about how I need to create videos which now became these podcasts about myself and I was having anxiety 
yeah you were having like a major meltdown i just saw that you were so torn and you kept wanting to push this i am fashion lane agenda but i'm like dude you are not i am fashion lane you are not you're just transitioning into something else but you still want to hold on to that why don't you just be you because you are enough that's what i always said remember i'm like people love you because of who you are because you dress different because you act different because you have this freaking crazy energy that nobody with even six coffees a day has you just empower people you make other people feel really good and i remember at that meeting at jones on third you were like talk about dating and i'm like oh yes let's dating. talk about that and it's like every other podcast now, episode I well because it's so relatable this is what i was gonna say you have so many things that are so relatable like you're 30 years old okay the traditional thing would be for you to have been married and have kids like blah 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 okay and then what but dude you're 30 and you have a whole life ahead of you that's what i'm saying everyone is on different journeys Dude, I have friends that have gotten pregnant and aren't married. I have friends that are married and can't get pregnant. I have friends like you that have a hard time dating and stuff. It's all okay. Everyone is going through different lanes. So for 2020 and the new year, where do you see this going? You know, other than you getting an Oscar and Golden Globe and leaving me soon. (laughs) That's going to happen too. You guys, oh, on a side note, I'm going to put your Instagram in the show notes and stuff. But Myra is an aspiring actress by aspiring. I mean, like very short-lived aspiring because she is going to be now superstar so we are lucky to have her on this podcast because soon i would have to go through her managers and agents these tables are gonna turn so (laughs) quick my friend listen when i am interviewing you on the oscars red carpet i'm gonna have this podcast episode pulled up Uh, and be like remember bitches oh stop that was a side note okay so other than you being like an amazing actress that you already are but everyone is gonna see that where do you see 2020 i really think 2020 is gonna be a continuous continued push of what's going on already but even more with self-discovery because i feel like you still have so much more to uncover and you tend to be the person who shies away from feeling uncomfortable aka the birthday post that we talked about (laughs) yeah which will probably go up like in the week after we post this i told elaine to Yeah, say it. You can reveal a little preview. Anxiety for me. I very much because she came to me and was like, I want to be Lady Gaga for my birthday again and like do like this crazy thing and dress up and like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, 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 no. What is the core of what we're doing here? It's all to strip away and embrace who we are and just continue to be more transparent with people. So I told her that I think it would be a really good post to do if it was something like, hey, I'm turning 31. This is where I am in life. It's not where I expected or I envisioned myself to be or how my culture, my traditions, even my parents, what they had planned out for me. But this is where I am and I'm super happy or not. I wanted to make it a very honest post and actually you coming on saying okay this is me i'm 31 and this is what i've done and this is where i am at because how many people can relate with that you were just in a freaking music video which i thought was one of the greatest things you've ever done and that song is just like incredible i feel so much people can relate to that shout out to ponta bitches having babies go listen to that bitches having babies like great if you're a bitch that has a baby that's freaking awesome and if you're not that's also awesome because we are just not living in the times that 
we used to anymore where women were just like expected to get married and have kids and i know that's what you want because we've talked about this so many times like i know you want to be a mother and i know you want to get married but why are you going to push an agenda where the universe is telling you hold on you're not there yet because you still have to do so much more before you do that i think my anxiety with doing that post which i'm probably going to do because i do everything you say so like whatever you don't have a choice (laughs) you're taking the photo so i have to do what you say um i think the problem is social media has now made it that you only want to look good yes you don't want to announce anything that looks slightly bad or remotely bad so that's where the anxiety lies right i'm thinking about earlier i saw a post of charlie's there on how she came out not came out but was like super nonchalantly talking about how her mother killed her father this is gonna turn very dark no but like she was saying how she shied away from talking about that for so long her father was an abusive alcoholic and her mother in self-defense ended up killing him and she was saying how she didn't share that for such a long time because what would the media think oh my god and now that she's come out so many people are like the same thing happened to me i had an abusive father and might not want to include this but what I'm trying to say <laughs> this is all about killing people. No, is that people really do shy away from our ugly parts of ourselves, our vulnerable parts of ourselves when that's what makes us who we freaking are. That's what makes us who we are. The things that we think are disgusting and horrific and embarrassing. Those are the things that make us who we are. And those are things that when we share, oh my God, I feel like it just opens a plethora of like, I don't know, just people being like, holy shit, wait, you feel like that? I feel like that. And what does that create? Chemistry. Chemistry of humanity coming together, bonding, relationships. And I think that is the most beautiful thing ever when someone just really opens up. I feel like with my podcast doing these episodes because this is like really where you get to hear me and people have so much connected with these episodes and have reached out to me bonding with this topic yeah. like people that I've known for years like I've grown up with will message me after well, podcast because now you're so relatable I feel because now you come out about things it's just like oh my god I'm going through that as well and don't you feel so good that you were able to help someone else now feel connected and not so alone I love social media and I do think that we have the power to control to a certain extent how social media makes us feel I don't like to give social media that much power of making me feel insecure and bad but I understand that sometimes it does you know because I'm like shit well she's doing that and I'm not or she has that and I don't but with that I think that when someone opens up about their experience experiences that makes me like oh my god i'm not alone there's someone else i feel like what better way than to just come up from a place of truth and this is your truth your truth is that you're elaine haya you are a persian jewish motivational fashionista inspirational you're just this whole umbrella of things why do you have to be one or the other i will never forget when you told me about you doing shabbat and i was so fascinated and i will never forget i'm like wait you don't use your phone on saturdays i'm gonna start doing that i'm not jewish but you inspired me to take breaks I usually don't use it Sundays because that's the day that I go to mass and blah, blah, blah. But just you saying that to me, I was like, I didn't even know that about you. And then you inspired me to be like, yeah, let me take a freaking break from this thing. And you should share that. That's you. And that's what makes you who you are and i think it's so great dude one of the things that i've always thought was super great about you is that you're a very niche person that is uncovering so many beautiful things about your culture your religion just your way of life you're the voice of so many people sometimes i feel like that even too mexican culture is huge here in la i come from a very niche 
place in Mexico that a lot of people always tell me like, oh my gosh, like I can relate to what you're saying, how you talk about like your family and all this stuff because not a lot of bloggers or even micro influencers or whatever you want to call me. I don't know what I am, but not a lot of people talk about that stuff. I look to you honestly as this powerful, badass. I always call you the Latina Gal Gadot. Like you're going to take over the world (laughs) and like kick people's butt along the way. I just think you're always confident and just get your shit done and like, yeah. But I'm sure you have days that are hard for you. Every day. How do you go through going through that cycle? Oh, man. Yeah, I think when I'm being super hard on myself because I definitely have those days and that really only happens when I compare myself to others. When I compare myself to others and sometimes when I look in the mirror and I put the microscope under myself and I'm just shit talking on myself and then I don't know what will happen, but I'm like, why am I doing this? Okay, my stretch marks or I've been eating mac and cheese like there's no tomorrow. Thank you, Caroline. I was going to say shout out to Caroline. (laughs) I have really hard days, but mainly i think that at the end of the day i'm like am i gonna grow from this no absolutely not all this negative talk is gonna take me nowhere so what what am i gonna do to change this if i don't like this about myself what can i do the things that i can do okay i can start eating healthier i can start drinking more water working out or not even working out let me start by taking a walk a day maybe the next day i'll jog or you know what i mean like i i do baby steps and sometimes i fall back because sometimes i'm very very consistent And sometimes I drop the ball on things, but I really do believe it's how you talk to yourself and how you come back from those setbacks. Because if you're just going to talk to yourself negatively all the time and comparing yourself to others and just always being hard on yourself, you're not going to get anywhere. And how do you become secure in yourself? I think is the biggest question here. And I think it goes back to what I said already. I just look in the mirror sometimes like, well, I don't like this and this and this about myself, but you know what? No one else is me. No one else is me. So either I take what I have, which is this, and I embrace that and I empower that and let's see what that can do. And usually it brings really good things, to be honest. And then other times I just sip on wine, eat mac and cheese and watch freaking holiday movies when it's not even Christmas. Just different things. You know, I think we all cope with our insecurities in many, many different ways. But I highly encourage you to really be attentive on how you talk to yourself. And if there's one final message that you'd want people to take from this episode, what would it be? Get rid of toxic people in your life. Really be picky about the people you surround yourself with. Be picky about the decisions you make. Be particular about the energy that you hang around. Be picky about the way you talk to yourself. And I highly encourage everybody in 2020, let go of anybody who fucks with your energy, your vibes, who is distracting you from your focus of what you want to do. I keep saying this over and over. The way you talk to yourself, the affirmations you say to yourself, those will really take you a long way. When a negative thought is about to come in, I just boom. No, I'm not going to even think it. Nope. I know it's coming, but I'm not going to think that. But how do you stop yourself? It's easier said than done. It's way easier said than done. And I think that just comes with discipline. It's so easy to judge, to criticize, to talk negatively about yourself, about someone. We have judgments a million times per day. Is it how do you stop it or is it how do you redirect? I'm all about redirection. I don't know if I believe in doors closing. I believe in just if this isn't the way, there's another way. Redirection. Okay, this direction is a going where i wanted let me just take a sharp right here and just try this i love it i really appreciate you inviting me again i'm not as your assistant but as your friend or someone who's collaborated with you over so many years and i think that there's so much great work that still has to be done from the both of us 
I don't even think that there's ever going to be a point where we're going to part ways. You know what I mean? That makes me cry. I really <laughs> hope that's true. No, no, no. Like, I always say this. I really felt we met for a reason. We don't have the same purpose in life, but we definitely have a very similar direction of where we want to go and what we want to do with our lives. And that's impact people because I'm not trying to be an actress just to be on a red carpet. I really want to be the voices and tell the stories of marginalized people and struggles of my culture and just like so many different things that I want to tell through the power of storytelling a film like you want to tell so many different things and experiences through your social media platforms it's the same thing we're trying to impact someone out there well i can't wait for a future movie that we're going to be in together i'm going to play you <laughs> honestly no. you would play me perfectly i would i would because you know me so well <laughs> so the outro that i do for my podcast if you've heard them all because you have is no. until next time so can you please do my outro for me yeah until next time. Oh my god, that sounds no, no, so no. scary. I have to do it more like um until next time. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more, one more. Your Game of Thrones voice. Elaine doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's just the most disappointing thing. And if you don't watch it either, then what are you doing? Just go start the first episode now. Even though season eight, everyone hated it. I was so just don't watch season it. eight. Just end at season. Yeah, just seven. end at season seven. You'll be fine. Actually, no, end at season eight, but like after the third episode. <laughs> Anyways, this is like complete off topic. Okay, so one more until next time. Until next time. Hasta la próxima. Telemundo up in here. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs>